What's going on, ladies and gentlemen? Welcome to the Jake Brown Podcast. I am your host, Jake Brown. I know, I know, I know. It's been over a week. Man, I fully intended on doing a couple episodes last week. And man, sometimes life just gets in the way. (laughs) Yes, last week was just one of those weeks where I feel like I just didn't have any time. I mean, I'm sure I had time, but it didn't feel like I had a lot of time. So something had to get pushed to the back burner. And unfortunately, uh, it was the podcast. But new week. We're back. I think I got my schedule a little more under control. I have got a very good show for you today, but I'm in the process of actually trying to book my first real live guest. Okay. Not like the first guest that I had, you know, a few weeks ago. (laughs) Who was that? Leo or Leo the lion. I don't even remember. That was, that's why we don't do uh, drugs late at night. <laughs> Cause you, you create segments that are just uh, a little batshit crazy. Uh, this is actually going to be a real live human being, uh, a professional motorcycle racer, uh, a friend of mine, She's already agreed to come on the show. We're just uh, trying to figure out a time when it's going to happen. Um, So I will definitely get more information out on that when it happens. I'm hoping, uh, fingers crossed, that Saturday, this weekend, Saturday, uh, we'll be able to sit down and uh, just kind of shoot the shit for maybe an hour or two. Um, But it all depends on her schedule, you know. My schedule is hopefully a little easier this week. Her schedule is a little more hectic, um, but I'll take whatever time I can get. Uh, I think it's going to be something you guys will all enjoy into a world that she's passionate about, I'm passionate about, a lot of my friends are passionate about, but there's also a lot of people out there who don't really know much about uh, motorcycle racing, and I'm just excited to sit and talk bikes for uh for an extended amount of time and talk some racing. And I think that'll be a lot of fun. And hopefully it's a lot of fun for, uh, for you, the listeners out there. So stay tuned for that. Um, but what have I been doing the last week? Oh, well, thank you for asking. Uh, lots of work, lots of work. Unfortunately, we're in that time of the year. I got to get some work done that way. Uh, when it's vacation time next month, <laughs> I can just scoot out of here and I'm not too far behind when uh, when I get back. But I will say this past weekend, I had a great little mental recharge weekend. You know, do you guys ever do that for yourself? Like you just literally like you you set time aside to go do something, a a preferred activity that is going to be fun for you and the people that uh, are also partaking in whatever the activity is. And for me, uh, this past weekend involved uh, some friends, and it was a, a friend of mine, Juan. It was her birthday. Happy belated birthday, Juan. Yay. Happy belated birthday to you. 
you turn 78 years. Just kidding. She did not turn 78. You know, truth is, nobody knows how old Juan is. It's a mystery. And since you never ask a woman her age, I'm just going to go with 29. So happy 29th birthday. Happy 29th birthday, Juanita. Uh, we ended up going to, by we, I mean, there was a small group of us, went to Packwood. Uh, my friend Chris has a cabin there. His family has a cabin. Stayed in the cabin. There was snow, tons of good food, uh, no TV, which was really refreshing. And I know, I know, people are still on their phones here or there, but for the most part, we just hung out and we bullshitted and you know, played some card games and ate a ton of food. And I look, I got to be honest. Uh, my sugar intake was an afterthought. <laughs> From about the second I walked into that cabin, I just started eating. Well, I started eating cupcakes. Uh, my girlfriend made these amazing uh, chocolate, like a dark chocolate strawberry cake and then she made a bunch of cupcakes you know like the same recipe uh i couldn't stop eating them i could not stop eating those things they were so good they were so good and i did not give a fuck about how much sugar i was consuming i just ate and ate and ate and ate delicious it was delicious and the first day we got there we got there friday uh yeah, man late morning around noonish i don't know somewhere in there and then uh i made pizzas for everyone i gotta say i'm on a roll now i may not be able to make cheesy potatoes or an apple pie but i fucking crush pizza bro so i made a bunch of pizzas and uh they were very well received and i was very excited for that and uh overall the weekend was just great it was nice just to kind of get out of town, decompress a little bit, just hang out with some friends, you know, not have anything that we needed to do. It was all the stuff that we wanted to do. And if we didn't want to do anything, we didn't do anything. We just sat around. And that's okay, too. So I hope everyone out there had as cool a weekend as I did, because uh, it was definitely needed. Um, shit. We are five weeks out from Jamaica. <laughs> God. And as cold as it was last week, I think we hit the teens. Did we hit like the the mid-teens here? Somewhere between like 15 and 19 degrees. It was, I did not enjoy that. Uh, I think had it been sunny the entire time, it would have been a little easier. And it was sunny here and there. But uh, for the most part, man, it was just like gray and gloomy. And we had like some ice rain at one point and a little bit of snow. Which, you know, we don't usually get a lot of snow, I think, just being at sea level. Um, but we got a little bit of snow, and fuck, man, I was over it. I either want, like, a lot of snow so that everyone is inconvenienced, or I just don't want any snow at all. Just the mountains can have it. If I want it, I will drive to it. But I don't need it coming here unless a ton of it is going to come here then I don't know. I'm kind of okay with that. It's actually really nice just to go like walk on the dogs when it, there's just a ton of snow out. It just feels like the outside, it just feels so quiet where stuff just isn't 
echoing as much. I think you don't. I don't think we realize how much things echo, like off the streets and things like that. And I love when the, there's a ton of snow, a couple, two, three feet of snow, and it just feels so quiet. You know, like it's just really peaceful. And obviously, there's not as many people out driving. It's actually a really cool thing because I feel like so many people get outside and get a little bit of fitness. Everybody's out going for walks. I don't know, playing on sleds. You know, you see parents like with young kids and they're like just pulling them (laughs) on some makeshift sled just to get the kids out. But it's good exercise for the parents and the kids have fun. It's great for for the dogs. They love it. So, I mean, on some level, I think I'm still kind of crossing my fingers that we get a lot of snow. And I don't normally say that. And part of that might be because I now have a truck where before my other vehicle was just two-wheel drive. So if if there was a ton of snow, I was just kind of stuck. But uh, that's not the case now. So at least I know, like, I'll be free. (laughs) I I can free myself from my home. I mean, I guess I could just go walk somewhere. But uh, so I don't know. We'll see. Fingers crossed. Fingers crossed that we get some more snow. But uh, shit, we're almost in February. Yeah, we're not. We're definitely not out of winter yet. I I feel like February's can uh, tend to be pretty brutal. (laughs) They can be pretty brutal. I think when like as a kid, when I just imagined winter, like winter was like. November and December and like January, like those are like the winter months that are just cold and dreary and, you know, just miserable. And, you know, that's your winter time. But I mean, anymore, winter is running itself out to February and March. If anything, even April's getting a little taste of it. So I don't know. Like, I'm not saying it's global warming. I'm not saying that. You didn't hear that here. Okay. I don't even want to say that, but I did, but I don't want to. But all I know is it just seems like, and maybe it's just my perception of things, it just seems like winter is definitely running out further into the beginning of this of of uh, of each year. So on some level, I'm a little excited that we might get some more snow. But for the most part, let's just get back to spring and summer. <laughs> I, I, I much prefer <laughs> that time of year. Uh, so that was my weekend. Uh, it was great. I feel fully recharged. Well, I mean, am I, is anyone ever fully recharged? I think for me, my fully recharged is like 87%. 87%. If I can get to that mid to upper 80s as far as my own personal battery is concerned. Uh, hey, man, I can't complain about that. I mean, I don't know anyone in their 40s that's like 100% mentally and physically just recharged on a Monday. Like, hell no. Nope. Yeah, I don't know. Maybe it's all just my men- Maybe it's all my outlook. <laughs> Maybe it's just my life outlook. So I think right now I'm, I'm, at, 80, I'm at 87% right now. I got a... I got a nice uh, cup of decaf coffee here. Fresh cup of decaf coffee. I'm sipping on that. Mmm. Super hot. Just burned my tongue. Did it taste okay? 
I did have coffee over the weekend, like legit coffee, like leaded, that leaded coffee. Oh, man. Oh, man. My body is definitely not used to that. I could feel my brain a pinging. I mean, it could have been from all the cupcakes I ate, but I was having, I feel like quite a bit of coffee every morning. I just would start drinking the coffee and it's like, I just can't stop. I just can't stop drinking that stuff. I mean, it's just delicious. So, look, I joined, I joined uh, a not so cool club last week. You know, like there's some clubs that are cool to join, like maybe like a rock climbing club. Like that's a cool club to be in. You meet and you go climb rocks. There's a running club around here. Like that's kind of cool. If you're like really into running and you want to find like-minded people who are also into running, you can join the... Well, there's the Gorilla Running Club. I think there's the South Sound Running Club. Like, there's lots of running clubs all over the country that you can join. You know? There's, like, cigar clubs that people join. Like, those are kind of cool. I'm not, like, a cigar person myself, but I wish I was. And I don't know why I think that, you know, smoking a stogie looks cool. But it kind of looks cool. Like it just, to me, cigarettes don't look cool. But like a cigar, that looks cool, man. Cigars just look cool. Am I a part of a cigar club? No. No, I am not part of a cigar club. I'm not really a part of, uh, of any cool club. But I am a part of this club. And let me give you a little back. A little backstory here. I went to the dentist last week for just my normal, you know, every six month, you know, get your teeth cleaned. And my dental hygienist, Evelyn, she's awesome. I've been, I've been going, I've been seeing the, the same dental hygienist and the same dental practice, two different dentists though, for 19 years now. Okay. So I've been there a while. And she goes, oh, you have a chipped tooth, one of my molars. She goes, you chipped one of your teeth. And I go, huh? And I didn't even, I hadn't even noticed. And I kind of, you know, like you kind of run your tongue, you know, like along the side of the tooth. And sure as shit, I could feel it. It kind of had like a little sharp edge to it. And then she, you know, Evelyn goes, oh, well. Oh, actually, maybe it's not your tooth. It just looks like it's part of the filling that's in that molar. Uh, she goes, we're going to have to have that fixed. You got to have that fixed. So the dentist comes in and, uh, and he says, oh, you know, you chipped your tooth, huh? He goes, do you grind your teeth? And I'm thinking to myself, oh, man. Here it comes. I feel like my secret's out. <laughs> He goes, do you grind your teeth when you sleep or do you clench your teeth like really hard when you sleep? And I was like, yeah, yeah, I do. And funny enough, maybe six years ago, we had kind of started to have the same conversation because I had mentioned like having some headaches and and uh, just uh, soreness in my teeth. And 
we started to have this discussion and then I just kind of stopped it. <laughs> I just didn't want to have it because I knew ultimately where it was going to go. And I just wasn't ready to be a part of that club. Well, now having some actual physical evidence as to my grinding of my teeth and clenching too hard, uh, my dentist said, well, I think it's time that you consider a bite guard, a sleep guard for when I sleep. And I just thought, ah, motherfucker, I don't want to sleep with a big old mouthpiece in my mouth. Like, that is not a cool club to be in. That is not a cool club to be in. <laughs> and I was like, okay, well, like, what is that? You know, like, I just, what does that entail? Like, what do I need to do? You know, how, like, do I got to wear this forever? Like, you know, I asked my questions and he's like, well, why, like, like, what, why do you think you're clenching? And I'm like, well, obviously it's probably stress. <laughs> I'm probably stressed out. So I'm clenching my teeth and I'm grinding them side to side. And apparently, I mean, and I know like I have some wild fucking dreams sometime. Like, I mean, like dreams where people are trying to murder me. I have this one reoccurring dream. I've had this dream probably five times in my life, but all five times. And I don't know about, about you all out there. Like most of the dreams I have, I, I remember them, you know, within like the first 20 seconds of waking up, but the longer I'm awake, the more I forget them. Well, this one dream specific dream I've had, uh, I've had about, I would say five times in my life, but I remember, <laughs> I remember this fucking dream and this dream is crazy. It's like I go to this. It's almost like uh, like an outdoor like picnic area that just has like a huge kind of wood structure, kind of like canopy type thing, you know, except it's all like full of guardrails, almost like a maze. So you can enter in certain areas, but you can't just walk right out of it. And you have to like walk through the woods to even access this place, like along a trail. And when I get to this place, there are these three ginormous hillbilly hicks that do everything they can to try to kidnap me and murder me. One of them has like this giant machete, and it's all I can do to just run and hide and try to escape. And every time I've had this dream, I escape. But every time I've had this dream, these three big old hillbilly boys have almost caught me and chopped me into pieces. And it's absolutely fucking terrifying. So <laughs> when my dentist asked me, hey, you know, why are you clenching your teeth? Why are you grinding your teeth together? I think about the dreams like that that I have where I am literally scared to fucking death that I'm going to get murdered in my own brain. And I think that's probably why I tend to clench and grind my teeth. And I know for a fact I dream a lot and because I do wake up sometimes a little bit stressed out, sometimes gasping for oxygen. Uh, but those dreams I don't always remember. So there's definitely some clenching and grinding going on. Uh, you know, between my teeth that I think 
ultimately, it was a good idea for me to join the mouth guard club. So all you fucking nerds out there who sleep with the mouth guard, you, you just got yourself another member. Okay? You got yourself another member. Yes. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. I appreciate it. Uh, I am now uh, a part of the mouth guard club so that I can not destroy my fucking teeth while I have night terrors like every other night. So I'm excited. Honestly, uh, I think I've had it for about a week now. And I find that I, I actually I sleep pretty good with it in. I thought it'd be really weird. It's not like super bulky. I mean, my girlfriend laughs at me whenever I put it in. Uh, but uh, it, it's easy to breathe, you know. Uh, it took forever to get it fitted. I mean, God, there's so much adjusting that has to be made to that thing. Um, but yeah, so, hey, I, I'll say this. If, uh, if any of you are out there and you're grinding your teeth, just go get a mouth guard. <laughs> I mean, I think ultimately... It's like it's the adult thing to do, okay? It's and you know we don't always like to do the adult thing, but uh, I I made an adult choice, uh, so I'm now a proud card carrying member of the uh, mouth guard club, so I can hopefully sleep better at night and not grind my teeth apart club. So, yeah. I'm excited for that. Um, all right. I don't know why I felt that everyone out there needed to know that, but I just did. You know, look, this is one of those things, you know, if this is going to be, you know, a health, a, a health related podcast, well, <laughs> we need our teeth. I feel like, at least for me, I need my teeth to help me be healthy. So, I'm just saying, if any of you out there grind your teeth or have chipped a tooth from grinding or, you know, you got shit, sore jaw muscles, you got headaches, your teeth are starting to hurt and you don't know why, go talk to your dentist. God, you're probably grinding the shit out of those things while you're sound asleep and you don't even realize it. And you're going to wake up like me one morning, you will chip part of your tooth off. So just go get it checked out. Go get the mouth guard. You'll thank me later. I mean, or you won't, and you'll see me, and you'll try to punch me in the face. That's okay, too. But I think ultimately you're going to be happier if you join the mouth guard club, like me. <laughs> All right. Uh, what, what did I... So a couple weeks ago, the last podcast I did, uh, I predicted six NFL games. Okay, I went three and three, which is average. That's actually, I well, I don't, is it average? I, I think if you're hitting at about 55%, I think professional gamblers are hitting around 55 to 60%, maybe, maybe, eh, maybe 50, 55, 57%. Um, so I hit 50. So last year, last, the last NFL season last year, I've always been into, I've always been interested in sports betting. Uh, I've never done it, um, but Washington and they didn't—they they, they half-assed it with what they did. Washington State, come on, pull your heads out of your ass. Just allow sports betting online. 
like enough of this fucking horse shit that I need to drive to your designated casino sports books to place bets. It's fucking stupid. And I get it. Like it's a step. Like that's the first step, you know, but just come on, stop inconveniencing people <laughs> and just let us bet our fucking money. If we want to, it's not your fucking problem. If I want to go bet money, it's not your problem. So just allow it to be easier. So I don't, you know, so people don't have to waste time, you know, waste fuel, uh, wear and tear on vehicles, driving to casinos so they can place their bets. Just allow FanDuel and, you know, online bet sites like that, uh, the Action Network, just allow them to, to take bets uh, over phones in Washington. Please, I'm begging you, uh, for the love of God, like, stop inconveniencing people who are just trying to waste their hard-earned money. So anyway, last year, I decided to bet uh, on the NFL. I had no desire to really bet on college. To me, I've heard, you know, pros and cons. For me, when I look at college, it's just so sporadic, you know. Um, I just didn't really have interest. And I don't really watch a lot of college football anyway. So I don't, you know, outside of like, you know, betting SEC games, it's like, well, who are you going to bet on? You know, I don't, I don't know. Uh, so I decided to bet the NFL and I was just doing point spreads. I wasn't doing any parlays, uh, nothing like that. Um, I went into it with, <laughs> with some rules in place. Okay. One of the rules, I was only doing five games, uh, a weekend. I was only doing point spreads. Uh, I was not, you know, chasing lost money. If I lost money, that's it. I lost it. It's gone. Uh, and I was only doing. Oh, how much was I doing? I think I was doing 25 bucks a game. Okay. That's it. Just 25 bucks a game. So uh, potentially, you know, I could be winning on 125 bucks a weekend, um, which essentially I think a $25 bet. So I want to say it paid out around 24 bucks. So, you know, I was pretty much making 50 bucks, my money back plus another 25 for a win. Um, I hit. And I listen to, you know, a lot of, over the years, tons of gambling podcasts. Uh, you know, I actually, you know, did do quite a bit of research. And it had been leading up to this for years, probably six, seven years. I had been wanting to do this, but one, it wasn't legal in Washington. And then when it became legal, I was like, fuck it. I'm going to go do it. So for the whole season last year, uh, I learned some stuff. Okay. I learned that the probably the first third of the season is much easier to bet than the last two thirds of the season. Um, everything kind of tightens up. The, the, the spreads are more accurately predicted. It's just harder. It's just harder as the season goes on. You know, there's more injuries. There's, there's so many factors that, that uh, can, can affect your bet. But I will say, for that whole season, I hit it 50%. I broke even. <laughs> and uh, there were some points where I was way up too. And then I had a rough uh, middle of the season and I came way down and I rebounded a little bit and kind of held, I held myself even uh, for, the, for the season. So I was, I was happy with that. I was happy that I was able to hit 50%. Now I didn't make any money, um, and if anything, you know, I got my money back, and so I was, you know, I, I was, I guess I was good with that, 
you know, like there's a lot of people who just lose, lose, lose a lot of money. And I didn't want to be that. And I think that having my rules in place definitely helped with that. Uh, did I do it again this year? Nope. <laughs> no, I didn't. I didn't. You want to know why? Uh, I couldn't enjoy the games. I, I just, I couldn't enjoy the games. I was so stressed out all the time. And really, like, I found myself just constantly scoreboard watching, just constantly. And the amount of, the amount of changes that occur with five minutes left in a game are insane when you're just doing point spreads. I could have did money lines. And I honestly, I think I might have had more success with that had I just done money lines um, or it incorporated some, some money lines in. But just doing point spreads, one, if you don't get to the sports book in time to lock in a certain point spread, that line's going to change as the week goes on and you might get screwed over. So I lost quite a few bets because I had picked the right matchup. I had picked the right, you know, team to cover. But by the time I got my bet in, the point spread had adjusted enough that I was maybe a half a point to a point off. That was incredibly, incredibly frustrating. Which is one reason why, you know, had online betting been available, uh, those point spreads that I had intended to bet, I could have just immediately locked in. And honestly, had I won on all the time, uh, God, I sound like such a fucking degenerate right now. Oh, had I, you know, but seriously, had I been able to lock in the spreads that I wanted to lock in, when I wanted to lock them in, as opposed to, you know, I was trying not to just drive back and forth because it's, you know, it's like 15, 20 minutes to get out to the casino. Uh, you know, had I just been able to lock them in throughout the week when I wanted to lock them in, um, I would have been over 50%. I would have won. I, there was probably, I probably left 10 games on the table over the course of the season that I... I lost simply because the line changed by the time I got to it. Oh, that was incredibly frustrating. But as unenjoyable as football from a fan perspective was, uh, boy, was it exciting to watch games when, uh, when you got money on the line. I remember one game in particular, it was, and this was last season, uh, it was Carolina was at Indianapolis and Carolina won. Like they gave up the, since I was doing point spreads, but then again, I think Indy came all the way back and actually took the lead and fucking Carolina throws like a hail Mary, not only wins the game, but covers <laughs> like the last play of the game, like shit like that. I was going absolutely batshit crazy for it. That was, as exciting, that was a, as exciting a stuff as I've ever done <laughs> for really not doing anything, but just sitting and staring at my phone most of the time. But I was actually watching that game when it happened. And oh my God, that was one of the coolest finishes capped off by the fact that I made money on it. <laughs> so like, am I ever going to go back to betting? I don't know. Maybe I might, I might go back to betting. 
But, uh, you know, here's one thing that I'm not going to do. Based on the three games that I didn't pick right uh, last weekend, not this past weekend, but the weekend before, uh, I'm done. I'm fucking done going against Patrick Mahomes. I, I don't know what I was thinking. I guess I just thought there's no way Miami can lay an egg in a high pressure game on the road time after time after time after time like they i just figured at some point they just got to break through and i thought that the stage was set and Tua was going to have a great game and uh, honestly i thought the weather would play more of a factor than it did and i should have known immediately i think like the first play for Kansas City Mahomes just comes out slanging it just comes out slinging it and I was like, ah, oh, fuck, here we go. Here we go. <laughs> so I'm done. I'm done going against Mahomes. This past weekend, uh, <laughs> that game against Buffalo, that was, I felt like that whole game, like even though like it was back and forth, I felt like Buffalo was the better team. But even thinking that, I just knew Kansas City was going to win. I just knew it. I just knew, and it's sure as shit. It's like Buffalo just self-destructs down the stretch. Just not taking, you know, underneath routes to get first downs. I mean, Josh Allen did that twice. He threw two to the end zone with plenty of time left when they, he had open receivers underneath that would have got them a first down. And it's like, man, just, Take the first down. Take the first down. I love I like his aggression though. I do I like how aggressive Josh Allen is, but man, sometimes you just gotta as cliche as this is, just take what the take what the defense gives you. And uh he did not. Kansas City moves on. Uh Kansas City at at Baltimore. Hey, I'm taking Kansas City. I know Baltimore is loaded on both sides of the ball including their special teams. But if Kansas City just keeps doing what they have done throughout these playoffs, they're going to be fine. Their defense plays good enough, okay? Their defense plays good enough. Now, obviously, Lamar Jackson is a much different breed of quarterback than Josh Allen, much faster much quicker, but he runs a lot, just like Josh Allen does. The only difference is Lamar Jackson is not a 260-pound fucking freight train coming at you. Instead, he's like a goddamn elk that's running 50 miles an hour. Like, good luck trying to hit him, catch him, uh, whatever. You know, he, the guy's, he's unbelievable. He, he really is unbelievable. But the X Factor... Patrick Mahomes. And until somebody beats Patrick Mahomes <laughs> in anything other than a Super Bowl, like playoff-wise, uh, I'm, I'm picking Patrick Mahomes. They're, they're, he's, he's too good. He's too good. So I'm excited to watch that game. Uh, game two, man. I think this is going to be a sleeper game because I think it's going to be a lot better than uh than what 
I, I think when I think when Detroit, well, either way, people were going to be kind of down on this game because it was either Tampa or Detroit going to San Francisco. But I think this is going to be a really good matchup. I, I really think both these teams match up well. Both have great, both have great skill positions. Uh, both have quarterbacks who are good but can be shaky at times. Um, and I think right now Goff is playing better than Purdy. Uh, so it's 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 going to be. I think it's going to be a great game. Uh, I, I it could go either way where there's a shit ton of points. Or it's like thirteen to ten. <laughs> it could be either one. It could be thirty-four, thirty-one, or thirteen to ten. So I'm hoping they score a lot of points. Uh, and then ultimately, ultimately, I would love to see San Francisco and Kansas City in the uh, in the Super Bowl. I think that'd just be one hell of a game getting those two teams in Vegas, um, where weather will not be a, a, a factor uh, inside. What is that stadium that the Raiders play in? Uh, what do they call it? Like, I don't even know what the hell they call it, but that place looks unreal. And for Vegas to be able to host a Super Bowl, oh, I mean, I might just have to go there just to just to hang out. I don't even know when the Super Bowl is. February seventh through the fourteenth. Yeah, uh, I'll be in Jamaica, so looks like I'll be somehow trying to bootleg that game to watch. Um, so those are my picks. I think Kansas City is going to win, and I think San Francisco is going to win. I'm picking no scores, no spreads. Uh, but if you are a degenerate and you are putting money down, best of luck to you. Uh, I hope the money is a flowing. All right. Uh, because this is a health and fitness type uh, podcast, I, I do want to. Really, this is going to be my my hypocrite podcast. I'm going to be a total hypocrite now for the next few minutes with uh, with what I want to discuss. The main reason for doing this uh, this episode here, okay? Now, you hear people your whole life, especially if you grew up doing sports. Um, or you had some sort of hobby that involved, you know, physical fitness. Maybe you didn't play or, or, you know, organized sports. You know, I don't know, like maybe you're into cycling or maybe you're into running and stuff like that. Um, whatever it is that you have done, continue to do or are planning on doing. Uh, I don't think that there's enough. And keep in mind, OK, I'm probably going to contradict myself while being a hypocrite here. I don't think that there's enough discussion about the importance of stretching, okay? The importance of stretching. And I have a, a, a good friend of mine that I grew up with, uh, Summer. Summer, if you're out there listening, and you probably, you probably don't remember this, when when we were in college and uh we ended up going to Western Oregon University together we grew up together she, you know she was a state champion uh runner in high school uh she was uh, an all-american runner in in college she still runs marathons to this day like she's she's an absolute badass when uh when it comes to running but we were talking 
at one point uh, about stretching because when it comes to stretching, I have always done the bare minimum. I hate stretching. It's just so low speed, boring. Uh, it's like, I get it. It's important. But getting that, that it's important and then like really telling yourself that you need to do it to help yourself improve. I don't know. Like they were in my brain, they were just two completely different <laughs> trains of thought. And for me, you know, getting better as a sprinter involved, you know, doing my, my sprint workouts, doing my plyometrics and, and basically lifting weights and trying to eat as, as good as I could. And, uh, and I definitely never paid as much attention to the, the whole stretching aspect really of any sport that you do. We should all be stretching way more than, uh, than we do. And as I get older, uh, I find that I spend a little bit more time stretching, uh, but probably not near enough. <laughs> Definitely not near enough. Now, I did go through a phase. Uh, so after I blew my hip out and I had to have surgery and got it as, as fixed as they could get it, you know, before I probably hit my 60s or my 70s and I have it replaced, um, I started doing a lot of yoga uh, because I knew that I wasn't just, one, going to sit and stretch, and two, I wasn't even really sure, like, you know, like what exercises I could do or like what stretches I could do that were really going to help me. And I liked how structured yoga was. Uh, I liked that um, it could take up to an hour, you know, to do a class. And I just found, I found some person on YouTube and uh, I just started going through her classes. And she had like hundreds of YouTube videos of like different sessions. Where, uh, where she does yoga. So it, it forced me to really commit, you know, a block of time to stretching. And at that point in my life, you know, the goal was to get the, as much range of motion back in that old hip socket and the surrounding tendons and muscles as, as I could get. And oddly enough, you know, as I was doing the yoga, I couldn't help but think back to prior to that injury. Had I been doing yoga the whole fucking time, I probably could have avoided the injury in the first place, you know, which goes right back to, hey, listen to your body. <laughs> you feel something weird going on. Take a step back. Change your plan a little bit. So it, it was all just along the whole preventative maintenance thing that I should have been doing, but, uh, but wasn't doing. And I think that was just one of the layers of fucking shit that caused my hip to essentially explode. Um, what are some benefits to stretching? I mean, some of the obvious ones, you know, your increased range of motion, it expands your, your flexibility. Um, it can improve your physical performance 
Now, here's I'm a little bit of a skeptic on this because I have read articles where they have taken essentially control groups of of athletes, and I think they picked like people in in team sports, and they had one group of the athletes were stretching, you know, prior to now they would do like some sort of dynamic warm up. Um, and then they would have one group stretch and essentially one group would not stretch. They would just go off of that dynamic warm up. Okay. And from a performance standpoint, there was really no difference between the two groups. So I think to a certain extent, it does come down to how, what one, like what sport are you doing? You know, how does your body perform? Um, you know, if you feel like you need to stretch, then by all means, you should probably stretch. I've always kind of been along, uh, I think, the, the lines of, I just need to get a good sweat going, a really good dynamic warm-up um, where I'm covered up. You know, I got a couple layers of sweats on um, so that the heat really stays in my muscles. And uh, I get good and warm that way. And as your body gets hot, it's going to loosen up. Your muscles are going to loosen up. And at that point, I don't really see a need to stretch, you know. But I do also I do understand that stretching does help your physical performance. It can help. I just don't know to what extent it can help. So for me and for the sports that I was always doing, I always found it more beneficial and I put more of a priority on simply getting a good sweat on uh, before I was ready to perform. Okay. Um, another thing that stretching helps with, it can help with back pain. Now, this is one thing that, and I have had some back pain uh, and I've, you know, I've tried uh, chiropractors in the past. I'm not a big fan of massages. Uh, I just, I don't, I don't want to be touched. So don't touch me with your little massagey fingers. I'm good. I don't need that. Uh, but stretching your lower back <laughs> definitely will help with back pain, especially lower back pain. Um, improves mood and focus. I don't know. I mean, I think that's probably a little subjective. Uh, relieves tension headaches. Maybe. I've never had headaches that I feel like Tylenol or ibuprofen couldn't help or just drinking some water. Um, it definitely does increase blood, fl blood flow. Relieve stress. I don't know. Maybe. Maybe. I haven't seen data on that. But if you think about it, I mean, if you're stretching, you are performing some sort of physical fitness activity. And now if I were to say, you know, relieve stress, but the way that I'm stretching is mainly centered around yoga, well, fuck yeah. Fuck yeah. Like that is 100% going to help relieve some stress. It's going to help focus my breathing because, you know, hey, try to stretch and hold your breath at the same time. This is what, if you struggle like with your breathing, especially when you are performing some sort of sport or physical activity, uh, do yoga, okay? Because when you are forced 
to hold a stretch or a position or something that is kind of contorting your body a little bit, you cannot hold your breath while you do that. So yoga, not only does yoga help to, you know, stretch your muscles out, uh, you know, give you better flexibility, you know, it helps, you know, lengthen or not lengthen, but it helps, you know, loosen and, uh, and stretch the tendons and your ligaments. Um, it's going to help you with your breathing patterns. It's going to help control your breathing. It's going to help when you take your breaths. Okay. Like there's a time and a place to, to take a breath. All right. If I'm squatting really heavy, uh, <laughs> I don't want to get in the hole, so to speak, when you're all the way down at the bottom and then try to take a breath. Like I'm so tense in my body. My core is so tight that for me to release that by trying to take a breath, I'm probably going to hurt myself. I'm not going to be as strong coming up and I'm going to have to dump the weight. So I, yoga is a great tool to help with your breathing, breathing more smooth, breathing more calm, breathing more consistent. Okay. Uh, and the last thing here, it says that it, it improves your posture. I could see that, you know, like, I feel like we've all thrown our back out at some point. And if you can get yourself stretched out enough that things like that don't happen, uh, you know, you're going to be more upright. You're going to be walking better, you know, your chest out, shoulders back kind of thing. You're going to, you are definitely going to feel uh, a little bit better and it's going to show in your posture. Okay. But some of the other stuff, I, you know, I don't know. Does it help with mood and focus? I don't, maybe. I don't, maybe. Does it relieve headaches? I don't know, maybe. <laughs> so look, for me, the bottom line is I'm probably never going to be a huge stretcher, okay? Uh, I kind of just stick with what has gotten me to this point in my life. And at this point in my life, what has gotten me here is just more dynamic warmups. So I feel like you should be doing one, or you should definitely be doing dynamic warmups no matter what you do, because it's not a good idea to stretch cold muscles. Even if you just go jog, you know, for four or five minutes, just a light jog, not a, not a light walk. Like you need to get the blood flowing. You need to get some heat in those muscles. Ideally, you have a sweat going. If you're sweating, your muscles are then hot enough to start stretching out. Um, but for me personally, once I got that sweat going, man, I felt loosey goosey. I was ready to go. So I just didn't see a need to sit and and stretch over and over and for minutes and minutes and minutes and minutes on end. I just, I didn't see a need for that. Now, obviously it can be sport specific, okay? Um, would, would a dynamic warmup and no stretching be good for someone who kickboxes? Probably not. Probably not. Who, who you're not going to be able to kick anybody uh, above the above the thigh like in instances like that it's very important to work on your flexibility okay i think it's important for wrestlers to work on their flexibility because sometimes you end up in positions 
that maybe your legs don't want to bend. Or jujitsu, you know, you're going to have muscles getting stretched to the max in directions that you may not want them to go in. So I don't want the first time that they get stretched that way to be while, you know, someone's trying to rip my fucking arm off. You know, I'll, I'll work on, if I'm doing those kinds of sports, you know, I'm, I'm probably going to put more of an emphasis on my flexibility. All right. But I don't know, like if I'm doing a sport like bowling, I mean, I don't know. I'm probably not stretching as much. Golf? I don't know. I mean, I'm probably. Yeah, there's. You could argue you should stretch, but I mean, John Daly's not stretching. <laughs> He's won multiple majors. So I look, and I get it. You know, John Daly's probably one outlier. Tiger Woods is probably the other outlier at the other end of the spectrum. But I think you get my point. I feel like there are some sports that are probably a little bit more important to uh to incorporate stretching into your routine than others. So I'm not going to tell you to stretch, I'm not going to tell you not to stretch, but I would say at a minimum okay, at a minimum incorporate some dynamic warm-ups at least into your pre-workout or your pre-sport routine. And it's not going to hurt you to do a little bit of light stretching as well. All right. So there, there's my hypocrite podcast. You know, another episode of do as I say, not as I do. Um, because I honestly, I just, I hate stretching. And, you know, unless I have like an actual injury that I need to be stretching it, ah, I'm not, I'm not stretching. Like, why start now? So hopefully I don't blow out my other hip. <laughs> But if I do, I'm just going to go back to yoga. And honestly, I should be doing more yoga anyway. I haven't done yoga for a while. Um, all right. Jeez, man. Time flies. Time flies when you're having fun. Oh, there it is. I really do like this music. I think it's going to hit a little harder in the summertime when it's like 75, 80 degrees out. Yeah. That's my show for today. Uh, again, uh, keep an eye out. I'm, I'm really going to try to make uh, my next episode uh, with my friend. I'm not even going to mention anything more than that until I get it all confirmed. But I'm hoping that the interview happens at least on Saturday. Uh, but if not, it's going to happen in the future. Big news. It's very exciting for, for her and what her season plans are. And, uh, can't wait to talk about it. Uh, I hope everyone has a great day. Kick ass this week. And I will talk with you soon.